Well, my brothers and my sisters, have you heard it? I hope you heard what that man said. That's a clip from the Dr. Moomby. She's on uh, YouTube. I wanted to play that for you. I wanted to start it off uh, today's podcast with that particular soundbite. Today is November the 4th, 2019, November the 4th, 2019. Uh, yeah, uh, you've heard it. This is season three. I think when you hear these type of things, sometimes they become really, really shocking to some and some it's expected. But today I want to talk about black genocide, black genocide. As the man was stating, if you go back in the early 80s, because the early 80s was the real epidemic of HIV, I believe one of the first cases that were pretty much uh, when it came about was in, I believe it was in Europe, it was two white gay men, but Next thing you know, the spread of AIDS was going rampant, especially over in Africa. And no one was going and like really knew what was going on. Like, wow, you know, what's going on with this? You know, it was like every time you turn around, people were dying. I'm talking about they was dying by the hundreds over in Africa. And it's like black people have been having sex, intercourse, whatever you want to call it. Since the beginning of time. And now all of a sudden, 
They're having sex and they're dying because of what? A little four-letter word? No, this is crazy. No, no, no. What's going on? Well, as the man was stating, they were passing on AIDS, not HIV. They were passing on AIDS to people through inoculation, meaning they were giving them shots. Because, see, what happened was they were supposed to be giving medicine over to uh, Africans over in Africa. They had a, I believe it was an HBO special because I saw the special at the time, you know, I'm young, but you know, I'm just watching this thing and it's like, wow, this is crazy. Well, anyway, they were supposed to be giving medicine, but instead from what and, and the beginning of the story was that the drums had gotten mixed up and that instead of them giving them uh, shots for measles or whatever the situation was at that time, it was HIV. But as you heard the man later and later, as you, you know, as this story progressed later and later, you found out that it was more than uh, drums getting mixed up. As you could tell, listening, if you can, uh, hopefully you can hear that particular clip or you can hear it clear. It's kind of fuzzy because it was a video done. I don't know when the video was done, but I'll put, I'll put it in the, uh, in the information. The guy was saying that the government had told them, basically, that's what they were going over there to do. They was going to, it was pretty much performing some type of genocide. Uh, he didn't say which government, but the word was that that was supposed to happen. They were supposed to kill these people through an inoculation of AIDS from a shot. So the more sex that you would have, you were passing it on. There's also uh, a gentleman who got locked up, white guy, who supposedly had sex with all these young black women. And he had AIDS and he passed it on, hoping that they would pass it on to black people. I'll give that information out there, too. But the sad thing is, this is a sad thing. Why do everybody or basically why do white people hate black people so much that they want to kill us? For what? See, they just don't want to kill us. They want to wipe us out. Like there are no more black people on the earth. And that can only come from, you can call it whatever you want, but that can only come from, that is pure hate. When people think like that, to go and want to kill a people, there was an incident down in Flint. This is another thing. See, this is why you, you have to read and you have to pay attention to what's going on in this world. Whether you care about it or not, you have to read and you have to pay attention to what's going on in this world. Netflix had a documentary on the water situation down there in Flint, Michigan. I don't think it's still up on Netflix. But it was a documentary on Flint. And then, you know, everybody else comes up with 
different types of uh, documentaries and whatnot that they're coming up with. And one of the deals was they were supposed to have had a new water system put in. But the new water system wasn't working as well as the old water system, even though the old water system was screwed up. But it was apparently doing better than the new system that they were supposed to have put in. So what was going on, this is to show you how valuable black lives matter. I'm sorry, black lives really matter to people, especially in this country. There was a situation where the cars from General Motor were getting messed up during assembly. And what the governor or whoever is in charge of the water down there in Flint, they unhooked the old system or the new system and they hooked it back to the old system so they could clean, you know, the cars can get cleaner better. But what happened was they still left the old, I'm sorry, they still left the new system and it was still doing damage because the people down there in Flint are still having problems. But the point of it is they rather see a car function better than a black person. You got kids drinking that water, bathing in that water because that's the only water that they had. So when they unhook the system, and hooked it back up. They didn't hook up everybody. They just hooked up General Mold. I'm sorry, General Motors. So their water would be somewhat better than the drinking water, the bathing water for the people in Flint. Because the majority of people in Flint are black, even though white folks live there. But they'll sacrifice their own just to get the majority of the black people. And that is so sad. You know, you hate to report these type of things, but this is the kind of stuff that's going on in our world and in our communities. Genocide. It's a big problem. Now, look at the all the fast food uh, uh, places that they have in the inner cities. These fast food places are serving up nothing but a bunch of shit to kill you in so many ways. And as people... We have to be very, very aware, especially black people, very, very aware of what's going on in our communities and what's going on in our homes. Because the government clearly doesn't seem like it cares about what's going on in the country. But it seems like black people, you're no more use. And you say, well, why is that, uh, Mr. Wren? Well, you're no more use because it's time for a change. Make America great again. When was America ever great? Ask yourself that question. When was America ever great? I guess people, some people look at America as great when black folks was in slavery. And that ain't true because America was never great like that. Well, anytime you have so much hate in a country, it's never going to be great. It may be great to some, depending on what group you from, but it ain't great. As in great and greatness. It's not like that. Genocide is happening every day, my brothers and my sisters. That's why every time you go out and you spend your money with people who don't hate you, 
They're coming up with ways to create, to try to destroy a people. Black people are dying every day. I remember black people didn't get cancer. Cancer was a white man's disease. Now cancer is, is probably one of the number one killers of black folks, along with uh, diabetes, high blood pressure, the things that we're putting in our bodies, the things that we're drinking, the liquor, the alcohol, the uh, uh, the weed that you smoke. Don't know what you're smoking. This stuff is not natural. This stuff is meant to be and designed to put you down slowly. You have 40 million black people in the U.S. In whatever way that they could come up with to kill you, that's what they're doing. By they, they put a smoke screen up for you to be distracted by the things of number 45. They put up a distraction by all these shootings of black people, which is... Uh, not a distraction because that's part of the plan as well. These are things that you have to be conscious of in this world today. Black people are dying at a high rate. And a lot of times, black on black crime is a part and design for this genocide of what's going on in America. Anytime your black brother and sister go around and they're killing each other over fr frivolous things, nothing of importance, you know, a, a, a piece of territory. If you don't own the territory, how can you kill somebody for some territory that is not even yours? You can't come over here because this is my side of the street. That stuff is really, really crazy and wicked. But see, that's the brainwash over all these years. God is soon to come. Yes, he is. God is soon to come. Because he's tired of all this wickedness that's going on in this world, in this country, all around. He's tired of it. And it's coming. You have to start paying attention to what's going on in, you know, like I say, in your communities. Genocide. They're coming after us because of evil, wickedness, hatred of the black man and black woman. See, your history, they want to keep you down with your history. That's why anytime somebody talks about you real bad and you know it's not true, anytime people start doing a bunch of things to you and you ain't done nothing to them, it, jealousy, hatred, wickedness, and anything else that you can come up with on the negative side. Number one, jealousy. Black people, you are a resilient, resilient people. But you keep letting white folks get into your head. Now they're putting other groups into that to get into your head. You have to grow mentally stronger upstairs. And that only can come from knowledge of what's going on. But in order to gain knowledge, you have to be able to read and understand what people are saying. What's the old saying? If a white man didn't say it, it ain't true. That's your problem. I guess if a white man came out and told you everything that I'm telling you, you might believe him. But when your brother comes out and tell you, you don't believe him. The Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan said this stuff for over 60 years. 
before uh, Louis Farrakhan, the Honorable uh, Elijah Muhammad was saying this stuff for almost 40 years. Malcolm X was telling you this stuff in so many ways, and Martin Luther King and everybody else, Medgar Egbert, they all been telling us this stuff for years, but we don't pay it attention. We look at everything as entertainment. We look at, ooh, who's wearing the next what? Who's going to be uh, driving the next what? Who's going to be uh, doing the next what? Instead of looking out what's going on for a community that's dying each and every day from a lack of information as well as a lack of caring for your own brother and sister. What's the old saying? How can you love God who you've never seen but hate? your brother whom you see every day. How can you love a God who you never seen and hate your brother who you see every day? Or sister, let's go brother and sister. How can you do that? And then you call yourselves Christians because a lot of this stuff, a lot of people don't understand. A lot of things are sanctioned. Back in the day, were sanctioned through the church. The church was more powerful than the government. You go back to slavery. The church sanctioned slavery in their own way. They approved it. They didn't step in and fight against it. You watch people get whipped to death. These pastors or whatever they were called back in the day and you did nothing. The church. The church. A lot of things stem from the church. The black community, everything stems a lot from the church. People tell you something and you, oh, got to obey. Jesus said, follow me. He never said, obey me. Jesus Christ said, follow me. Not obey me. Follow. Follow and obey. Look up the definitions. And then you have in the Bible where it says to obey your master. Jesus never said call him master or to obey him as a master. He never said that. You need to start paying attention to what the wording is in these books that you're reading, especially in today's uh, Bible. It's a form to keep black folks in line. Whatever I tell you, you do. You don't ask questions. You don't stand up for it. You just shut up. Like that lady going to tell uh, uh, LeBron, uh, what was it? Yeah, LeBron James, just shut up and dribble. A white woman going to tell him to just shut up and dribble. Well, she didn't tell it to his face. She said it in a sense of where he, was, he wasn't on camera, but she was doing her commentary when she said it. Just shut up and dribble. You know, like, you a basketball player, but that's all you are. You a nigga basketball player to entertain us with your, uh, you know, with your athleticism on the court. So we don't want to hear nothing you got to say when it comes to politics. That's what she was saying in so many words. My brothers and my sisters, you have to pay attention to what's going on in this world. Genocide is it's for real. This is not something that you play with. This is real talk. I hope you understand when people try to pass on information to you, you know, we only saying, hey, just pay attention to what's being said. Pay attention. 
You know, I, 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 I don't know about my people. This is the definition of genocide. The deliberate, deliberate. Oh, wait a minute, get my glory. Oh, my brothers and my sisters. Genocide, the deliberate, deliberate killing of a large group of people, especially, especially those of a particular ethnic group or nation. The deliberate killing of a large group of people, especially those of a particular ethnic group or nation. Ethnic group, black more so than brown, Africa more so than anybody. That's what genocide means. And, 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 and killing. Man, this stuff is real, man. I'm, I'm telling you, this is some real talk, real type of information that needs to be passed on. You, you have to pass on this type of stuff. I got another clip. I'm just going to play a little bit of it. I'm not going to play the whole clip. I'm just going to play a little bit of it. I'm just, it's, it's, it's in regards to this white guy who had AIDS. And I just want you to just check it out. So here we go. Check it out. There was a story that came out of South Carolina where you had a guy that called himself DJ Kid, but his name is Jason Roger Pope. Now, he's one of those um, trying to call himself hanging around the black community. He gonna be in hip hop, you know, one of those types, okay? And this particular guy had a health issue, and his health issue was HIV. Now, did this guy try to get himself treated, you know, stayed away from people, whatever? No, he didn't do that. This guy targeted black underage girls and black women. He did this on purpose. He did this under the guise, and there was a text message that came out, and I read this text message, it's kind of explicit, but this text message that I read, he stated that he purposely targeted black women and girls. He wanted to do what he wanted to do with them, trade his bodily fluids, you know, it's one I'm talking about, you know, when you're finishing off uh, sexual intercourse with hopes of them going to have sex with young black boys and men unprotected for them to give HIV to them. Now, this guy's particular charges, we'll put that up. Not once has he been charged with any kind of attempted murder because in a lot of states that's considered attempted murder. He was charged with everything else but attempted murder. 
That we don't understand. Now, this guy tried to get Bond. Let's go ahead and roll this short clip. Bob, Jason Pope was here at the Florence County Judicial Center where it was expected for his lawyer to request a second bond hearing, but that request was withdrawn today. Jason Pope is being represented by defense lawyer Rosemary Parham. She told a judge she was withdrawing the request for the bond hearing. We're not sure exactly why. Parham will now have to wait 90 days before filing another motion. Pope was in court for less than 10 minutes. His charges include promoting the prostitution of a minor, kidnapping, three counts of trafficking people, and criminal sexual conduct with the minor in the second degree. And SLED does believe there are more victims. If you have any information on this case, SLED is asking that you contact them at the number on your... You see, this is the kind of stuff I'm talking about. Don't nobody care. Here's a man who admitted that basically given the uh, given HIV to women in order for them to pass it on. And you know, if you have something like that and you don't tell someone, that's a crime. But they don't care. They don't care, my brothers and my sisters. That's why you have to care. You have to care. See, there's a book out and I think you guys ought to check it out. But here's a, uh, I'll give you the, uh, the, uh, I'll give you the uh, title of that book. This is a uh, a little bit of uh, a snip a snippet I'm going to read for you from this particular book. And then I'll give you the name and the uh, author of the book. There were laws that effectively legalized the murder and displacement of Native Americans during the indigenous indigenous Holocaust because they stood as a barrier to white settlers manifest destiny accumulation of white wealth accumulation of white wealth there were laws that targeted Japanese Americans because their ethnicity called their into question from that time to present when the powers that be thought it advantageous or necessary to subjugate people of color in order to achieve some objective or preside benefit then it had always been open season on the rights of people of color. This is the kind of stuff that we have to deal with. Now, this book is a book. Wait a minute. Let me give you so much stuff I got going on here. Right? Let me give you that for you. Let me give you that for you. Here you go. Uh, here we go. Boo. The book is called Open Season. The legalized, oh man, it just pisses me off. The legalized genocide of colored people. It's called Open Season. Ben Crump is the author. Ben Crump. You can get it on Amazon or you can get it on Google. Well, you can get it on Amazon. I'm pretty sure you probably, well, you can get it on at Amazon or probably in any other book. Open season. 
legalized genocide of colored people by Ben Crump. Now you see how real this stuff is, my brothers and my sister? This is real stuff. I quote from our sister, Angela Davis. I am no longer accepting the things I can't change. I am changing the things I can't accept. That's quoting our dear great sister, Angela Davis. My brothers and my sisters, this is real. I don't know why we are so hated. I understand why we are so hated. But people say we want to live together. We should try to do better together. But how in the hell can you do better and live together when you got so many people out there to try to kill you? And 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 do it in a fashion to the where it don't even look like it just looks like even with black on black crime. Hey, it's it's there for a reason. There was a movie. I'm going to say this and then I'm going to close. There was a movie. It was called Three the Hard Way. I say this and I tell people this all the time. Three the Hard Way. This movie was about a wicked man trying to kill black people. He had this scientist that he was working with to help form some type of chemical drug to put in the water. They were putting in uh, Washington, D.C., large population of black people, Detroit, large population of black people, and Los Angeles, large uh, population of black people. This is what was going on in these places. They was trying to kill, and they was going to do it through the water system. You start connecting your dots. You take Flint and its water uh, issues. Back in the day, Michigan had problems with the riots back in the 60s where they put fluoride in the water. If you know what fluoride does to the brain, that's what they did. Even when I would go back there in the 21st century, even though this took place in the mid-60s, 1960s, the water still was not to the point where you could actually drink the water out of the faucet. I had to drink bottled water every time I was there. That just goes to show you, my brothers and my sisters, hate is around you and you have to be able to spot hate in order to stop hate. So just be careful, my brothers and sisters. This is your brother talking about genocide is real. Black genocide is even more real. My brothers and my sisters, start paying attention. Start reading your books. I hope a lot of you check this uh, podcast out. I try to, you know, be as honest and direct as I possibly can. I try to put out the most accurate information in what I'm saying. You can always look it up. But genocide, it is what it is. You know what it is now. If you didn't, you can always go and look it up and say, oh, man, he don't know what he's talking about. You can always say that, too. But my brothers and my sisters, this is your brother saying peace. Start paying attention. Keep your money in your pockets. Buy books on this 
fourth day of November 2019. Peace out.